0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast with your hosts, Dario and Lynn. And today we are going to talk about family. Our show is produced by DJ Durrell. Um, you can follow us on social media, at Take Control Pod on Twitter. Instagram is Take Control Podcast. And on Facebook, you can search our group under Take Control Podcast.
1: Um, so, how's your week been? Ah, it's... Been a week (laughs) not too bad um it was nice for a little bit then back chilly so you know a little bit
0: everywhere how about you long my weeks have been so long i've been so drained since this time change. so i'm trying to get back adjusted yeah that makes sense ready for the warm weather weather to break but that's about it nothing interesting fair enough um rants did you have any
1: um, what was I ranting about? I feel like... Oh. <laughs> There's a few rants that I have. Okay. um, One of my rants is about, like, um, I'm kind of tired of seeing these, um... I don't know what to call them now. Like, are they, like, keywords, key terms, like, free game. I'm tired of seeing free game. I'm tired of seeing vibes. I'm tired of seeing energy. Everyone <laughs> swears that they have, like, this, um... Amazing crazy energy, like that can't be found or duplicated mm-hmm. anywhere else. And I got the vibes, I got the energy, like <laughs> no bad vibes, uh, no bad vibes. <laughs> you are the bad vibe. <laughs> like, I'm just like, listen, if you got good vibes, you got good energy, it'll show. It's one of those things that you don't have to talk about. Mm-hmm. It'll show. I remember one time talking to my dad, I was telling him how smart I was, and he was like, well, if you're that smart people who are that smart don't have to say it it shows so listen if you got some bomb ass energy you got some bomb ass vibes it'll show i don't want to fucking see it in your (laughs) captions i don't want (laughs) to hear about it i don't want to see it every time you post the ig story like um irreplaceable i'm glad high self-esteem is amazing but be real with yourself okay
0: i agree i think everybody takes something and they just blow it up
1: and run with everybody
0: put 100 after oh my god that is so fucking annoying.
1: Everyone is the realest. Everyone's thorough, one hundred. Like I get, just be it. Don't say it. Like, exactly. just show, not tell. That's all I'm asking for.
0: I agree. Um, me? Did I have a rant? I really don't ha- necessarily have a rant, but I did see this post on social media about. Um it was two of them. One of them said that being a parent mm-hmm. is equivalent to having two and a half jobs. Oh yeah. And then I seen another one where it said something like women need like a year break after childbirth like
1: when you say a break like no babies or like a break I would, from their child with
0: a baby but like just resting time I don't know like, like not back to use. work
1: probably right right yeah
0: that's six weeks that's not enough I agree it is not enough and I remember like after having my second kid it was so hard it literally it did take it took me a year I didn't do anything for a whole year I was always tired
2: mm-hmm.
0: I was cranky all the time like i chose sleep over eating like I was just so stressed like really? I didn't go out and do anything fun until I had him. like had him in October of 2014
2: mm-hmm.
0: I think my first time like actually going out was like my birthday my birthday's in June
1: wow okay
0: it was just it was too much like I definitely took it slow for the first year it was overwhelming so I agree like women need more time six weeks is not enough. Having a kid is a full-time job. I probably wouldn't say two and a half jobs, but shit, it probably is. It depends on
1: how many kids you have. Think about that. That's like managing other people's lives. You're literally your kid's manager.
0: It's so draining. Like, you can't do nothing extra at all. So, that was all I really wanted to talk about. Um, I don't really have a rant. Blah, blah, blah. Anyways, um, listener questions. My first one is... Is a guy wrong for still entertaining a female even if he let her know up front that he
1: was not looking for a relationship? <sighs> um, I mean, I have two thoughts on that. Like as a woman, when a man tells you they don't want to be in a relationship or they're not looking for a relationship you should then like kind of channel your energy to mm-hmm. where you are able to accept that and not allow yourself to get emotionally attached if that's what you're going to do mm-hmm. or remove yourself from the situation
2: mm-hmm. but at
1: the same time guys you have to understand even though you tell a woman one thing if you're doing something else and you're acting a completely other way yeah. she's going to have a whole different set of emotions and feelings regardless of what you're telling her yeah. Like that's anyone though, you know, yeah. like even guys, you can tell guys, I don't want a relationship. I don't want a relationship. But if I'm like giving you back massages <laughs> and coming and cuddling with you <laughs> and you know, cooking for you, you're going to be like, damn, this is wifey right here. Like I could spend the rest you of my life. Catch her. Feelings. You catch feelings. What do you think? I agree.
0: I said, I told the person that on one hand I feel like you're not wrong Mm -hmm. because I feel like if the woman continues to pursue that even after you tell her that, that is her own fault. But also, I feel like if you know that you don't want a relationship and you know she may have some type of feelings or she may want more, you don't need to continue to deal with her because she's going to get her feelings and she's going to act crazy even though she knows what it is. Right. But like you said, if y'all going on dates, y'all kicking it. Hell, if y'all even fucking, like girl somebody gonna catch feelings girl and it's gonna be a problem it's gonna be messy
1: yes so just someone's do gonna it. catch feelings have you ever found yourself in a situation where someone told you they didn't want anything and like okay mm. that's cool and you still keep on like entertaining it let me think and then you catch feelings
0: I feel like I can pick up on a vibe. I don't think necessarily like somebody flat out was just like, I don't know to you. But you could tell. But, yeah, <laughs> but it was kind of like, you know, right. this ain't going to go nowhere. I can't really take
1: you serious. I shouldn't be messing with you, but I am anyway. Right. Yeah. Same. And yeah. it just never ends well. It doesn't. At all. I'm all. I'm a strong, like, <clears throat> proponent of, like, if you go on a first date and if I want to ask you, where you what you looking for, I encourage people. Mm-hmm. Put it out there. Put the energy out there. Like, what you looking for? Yeah. And allow that person to be honest. I think a lot of times we don't give the opportunity for other people to, to voice those opinions without the other person feeling like, if I tell this person that I'm not looking for something, yeah. then they're going to cut me off. Like, yeah. no. Cultivate that. False to that type of relationship where the person can be honest and upfront with you.
0: Yep, I agree. All right, so my shout outs for this week. I have a new one. So my first shout out is going to go to her Instagram name is Chanel Brianna. And I'm sorry if I say that wrong, but she is a CEO of Ohio Girls Do It Better oh dope i wanted to shout her out also um the podcast brothers and Back Talk podcast did you
1: have any um yes i have out of my mind um aka larry he's on twitter and instagram he's always giving us really good feedback um and he always says how much he enjoys the show so i think that's dope so definitely thanks guys for tuning in we definitely appreciate that shit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to submit
0: um, any listener questions, send them to our email at takecontrolpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. So, to get into the show, once again, our topic is about family. Family. So, to begin, um, we're going to talk about, like, where we grew up and, like, what type of area and things like that. Um, I'll start. I... I'm from here. As far as area I grew up in, I don't really know because I kind of grew up a little bit of everywhere. Um, My dad's side of the family, they were on like the south side and my mom's family were from the west side. Okay. So, I mean, my mom did live there for a little bit, but she also was, I was at my grandma's a lot too. Mm -hmm. Um... And I remember being younger, and I remember living on the east side as well. So, I don't know. I'm from everywhere.
1: A little bit everywhere? Yeah. you got that experience from everywhere? Yep.
0: And then, when I was nine, we moved to Polaris, so.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So, a little bit everywhere. A little everywhere. suburban. Literally. little hood. Little, Literally. little, little <laughs> everything. Um, I grew up mostly on the west side. I was born and raised out west um and yeah there it is not the bottoms but shout out to the bottoms but more like hilltop-ish gross city-ish kind of that area so i'm a west side Sheldon.
0: okay (laughs) um so you've only lived here in columbus right
1: yes only in columbus where have you all lived because you lived a couple Uh, places
0: i did so i lived in boston massachusetts in like the fifth grade um then after that, we moved to Colorado, mm. and then after that, we moved to Green Bay. So I moved around a lot from, like, fifth grade to eighth. Oh, wow. Yeah, and like I said, in elementary middle school, I went to white school, so I went to, like, Olentangy, mm. and then when I went to high school, I went to Northland.
2: Oh, wow, culture so shock? It was,
0: oh, my God. It was so crazy. I just remember being, like, one of the smallest people there. I didn't know anybody. I knew one girl, but, like, she had a bunch of friends already. It was just like, you know, I didn't really know nobody else, so I had to pretty much make my own friends. And I remember being friends with a couple girls, and I remember I tell this story a lot because I think it's so funny. But, you know, we in the ninth grade, and they're just like... You're, you're a virgin? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Right. I'm like, what do you mean? You should be too. I- exactly. <laughs> so, apparently, some of those girls was having sex in middle school, but that's none of my business.
1: Girl, mm. that's a yeah. whole nother It was so topic. weird,
0: though, and especially because, like like I said, I was really small. I was quiet. I didn't know anybody. And people just thought they could just bully me.
1: So mm-hmm. sad. And they... You're going to learn today.
0: Listen, they, they brought the crazy out of me. Because I oh, feel like gosh. after high school, I just changed so much. Like, I went from a quiet person to a fucking loud-ass crazy person. What? Yeah.
1: That's who you really were this whole entire time. Oh. <laughs> Someone just had to bring it out of you. Exactly. Um. So, would you say your family
0: was, like, a loving family or not a
1: loving family? Um, My family is pretty much... They're really loving, so we say a lot of "I love yous we get a lot of hugs and we're pretty affectionate, like I'm really close with my um parents, so it's nothing for me like go lay in their bed i'm push I'm almost thirty, not thirty yet, but um <laughs> i'll go I'll lay my grown ass in the bed with them and talk to them, and like so we're very loving and affectionate. How about you? what do you think your family's?
0: I would say growing up no now a little more Mm -hmm. um because my my family is starting to realize how like they never really did the hugs and the I love yous type Mm -hmm. of stuff they're more on the tough love side right and I think as I got older they realized like that wasn't the right Mm -hmm. way Mm because my family they're really like my mom always be like, "Well, my parents didn't do that, and her parents right. didn't do that." So right. it's just like you have to break those.
1: You have to curses, break the generational like, curse. It's hard,
0: but and I don't think my dad's side of the family. Like we say, "I love you," and we hug, but it's we're not really like super lovey-dovey. Super lovey-dovey. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: like me and my mom, like we're like violent loving people. Mm. So it's like we. Get you, yeah. but it's not like we're trying to be mean. We love right. you. Like, I get that. It's hard to. Explain, I know what you mean. I know
1: some people that are like that. Yeah, that tough love, and I think a lot of African American families do that tough love. Like, mm-hmm. suck it up yeah and you should cry about i give you something to cry about like it's not a lot of like nurturing but i think that's just because black families are trying to prepare their black children for this world that is not going to be as forgiving or as Mm -hmm. you know loving towards you so it's like it's a defense mechanism like i'm trying to show you like the world is not so nice and pretty like suck it up you gotta be tough like And my dad would do that at the time. I'm like, but bro, I'm sad. He's like, no, (laughs) ain't no such thing as sad. I'm like, but there is because I'm sad. I'm telling (laughs) you, like, I'm letting you know right now. But I think that's just black parents' way and black families to be like, look, the world's not cutting you a lot of slack. And you don't really got time to be sad or be emotional or have these feelings or be able to express it because you weren't given that luxury. So, I get it, but I still think it's important. So, like, with raising your two children now do you feel like you are more loving towards them or
0: i feel like i am i feel like i'm a little more harder on my otis because i feel like he's been spoiled a lot and now with you know his behavior going on i try to be a little more tough but i also try to show him i try to remind him like i love you Mm -hmm. you know i'm here for you whatever Mm -hmm. you need talk to me let me know what's going on right but i also am trying to be more like Hard on him, excuse me, because I feel like he doesn't like being yelled at. Mm He doesn't, he likes, he is really lovey dovey. He's mean, but he's lovey dovey as well. He's like a mini me. But so I try, I try not to be like, you know, you're a boy, you can't have emotions. I let my sons express themselves, Mm -hmm. that's fine. But I just try to teach them that if somebody's yelling at you or whatever, don't cry about it, don't be how to explain it like I don't want him to be soft
2: but mm-hmm. I also
0: want him to know that if something is on his
1: mind he can you express know. that right yeah. I think that's important especially for our our men particularly our black men and our black little boys that it's okay to have feelings and emotions because mm-hmm. a lot of times they're taught you don't got to yeah or you're not supposed to have any yeah so. I
0: agree I find myself doing that, too. Like, today, I was like, when the fuck did niggas become so soft and emotional? Like, ew, but then I'm just like, they're human. It's necessary.
1: It is. I like a little emotion because sometimes when you deal with men and they don't have any emotion, it's like, bruh. It's annoying. uh, You can't, I I can't deal with those. Like, do you care? Do you love me? Do you care if I die? Like, I want to (laughs) know. You know? I want to know you give a fuck about me. That's true. So... But some people It's a balance vulnerable. But then I don't like Super emotional people period Cause even if you're a woman either. And you're ridiculously like Get your emotions intact yeah. You're grown Yeah I You're see. grown as fuck You need to be able to know When to express those emotions And when not to Like so. you
0: say, a balance
1: It's about balance Like a healthy balance So do you think your family is like
0: Supportive of like your decisions um, That you've made throughout your life
1: I can't say like I make the worst decisions of all time (laughs) like if you want someone if you want to know what not to do come ask me what to do and I will probably (laughs) like I don't make really like sound decisions a lot of time because I'm an emotional decision maker so a lot of my decisions are usually based off emotion versus logic so I can't say that they've been a hundred percent supportive of the stupid shit that I have. But when I come with a good idea, when I'm doing what I need to do, they're extremely supportive. And I will say they are not judgmental. Like, mm-hmm. and if anybody in this whole entire world can be judgmental of anything that I've ever done, it, they would have that right.
2: Yeah.
1: And they don't. They don't judge me. Like they let, and I tell them all my business. Okay. Really. So yeah, they know it all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They knows it all. (laughs) Wow. And they don't judge me. So, I mean, they're supportive when the time is right. They will let me know when I'm making poor decisions, but they are never judgmental of my mistakes and Mm -hmm. the decisions that I make. And I think that's, like, so necessary.
0: That's good. I I love my parents. I don't know if my mom will listen to the show, but... (laughs) Does your mom listen?
1: I know she listens to some. I just don't okay. know which ones. which one she'll pick. Well, yeah. she'll see Family Ties and she'll probably think I should listen to this I one. Hope not. <laughs> I'm sorry in advance, but I don't know. Sometimes
0: I don't want to say I resent my parents, but I wish they were a little more supportive, like any emotional type of way. Okay. Um, like I said, my mom is all about tough love and. She has always been a mom. Like, growing up, she always pushed me to do what she wanted me to do. Okay. Um, and. And I wish she was more on me more than she was like you know how some moms like let me see your homework i need to see it. i need to right, check this. Let me right. see your all of that i wish she was more on me because Hands i feel like that. i had too much freedom to the point where it's like i really didn't care if i did my homework or not so right. i wasn't like a, a student i was mm-hmm. more of a c like an average right. student right um and i remember at one point where i just didn't go to class mm-hmm. at all so it was just like i wish she was gave me more of a push mm-hmm. um because when it came to, like, doing sports and activities, like, if I wanted to quit, she would let me quit. Mm. And now with my sisters, she's the opposite. She's on their ass. Like, she check everything. Um, they don't have a choice. They wanted to quit track. They don't have a choice. They have to do it. Like, she's on their ass about everything. She's making sure, like, she's taking a different route and
1: she's setting them up for a good future. So, Do you think that's um, because now she is older now? And she kind of has seen, like, she's learned more as mm-hmm. a parent. Like, what do you think contributes to that?
0: I think so. She learned more as a parent. I yeah. mean, she had me at, what, 17,
1: 18? Okay. So, so see, it is different. Yeah. It's really different. Yeah. Okay. So, I
0: think with me, she was more of a, like, she got to work these jobs. She got to provide. Mm-hmm. She got to do this. She got
1: other shit to worry about.
0: Exactly. And... She had a she had a lot of help. Like my dad's side of the family helped out a lot. Oh, that's good. Um and that's how that's how I am with my oldest. Like mm-hmm. his my family mm-hmm. and his dad's parents helped out a lot. So I had a lot of support. So I didn't really have to be on my shit 100% of the time because I had people helping me. Mm-hmm. Versus MJ, it's
2: I don't like really have that. that. Too. That's
0: yeah. So it was like it. <laughs> all he knows is me. Right. So for people Well, I don't know how many people think this, but I know a person has told me, like, I only thought you had one kid because Mm -hmm. you only post one. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And it's just, like, I have two different relationships with my kids. Right, It's it's totally different. I think that's how my mom is. Like, my relationship with her is different than my relationship with my sisters. And I'm not mad about it. I mean, sometimes I might get in my feelings, but I'm glad that she Mm -hmm. learned more and she can do differently with them. Because if I could go back, I wish that I had that.
1: Right. So, yeah. So, it's one of those things, like, damn... It wasn't me, but I'm glad that it. Yeah, because you know. I I
0: think I think how my parents were with me really like I'm kind of fucked up as an adult. Like you feel like you I are? do because I feel like I've never really had any stability mm-hmm. growing up. Um, I never really had to work for anything, mm-hmm. so now it's just like. When one little bad thing go wrong, I'm like, oh, my God, it's the end of the world. Like, All I right. can't do this. And All I just, you know, i just overly dramatic. It's like oh. I don't know how to handle mm-hmm. shit going wrong because I'm used to if something go wrong, I got back my up. parents. Mm-hmm. I got back up. My family, they take care of everything. Like, so it's hard now as a parent, but I'm working on it. That's fair. Whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real. That's real. So... um, So, we both kind of talked about, in our past, our family. So, you said your mom was a single parent and then she got with your...
0: My stepdad. So, how did
1: that kind of look like growing up? It was
0: hard because I didn't really understand why my parents weren't together. Mm -hmm. So, I think with my stepdad coming in the picture, he tells me how, like, when he first met me, (laughs) they picked me up from school and he was in a car and... I had this paper I went to show my mom. And I'm just looking like, who are you? So I put the paper in his face like, you can't see it. So (laughs) I think I had this guard up Mm -hmm. with him. And I didn't really accept him 100%. Right. Because it's like, I want my my dad here. Why is Mm -hmm. my dad not present? Why is my dad not doing this stuff for me? Why is my dad not picking me up? And my dad, like him and my mom's relationship like when they had broke up or whatever he kind of took a step back from that dad role with me and was kind of just in and out and Mm -hmm. lies and broken promises Mm -hmm. and oh i'm gonna come get you but then don't show up type of deal so it was just like i was dealing with that so i didn't really take to my stepdad but now that i'm older I really wish I could go back and do things differently because he really stepped up and showed up for me. Like, that is my dad. So when right. I talk to people, sometimes I'll say my stepdad, but I'll also be like, my dad, that is my dad. Like, he's there 100% even now. And he That's is so great to my kids. Aww. Like, he loves them. That's he calls awesome. me his daughter, so.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. That's he's awesome. Great. That's good. Is there, i wonder. is there, like, a better way to really, like, intro- like, what's the best way to introduce a child to, like, you know, To a significant other. Like, it's really no right way. Because I think my sister, growing up, kind of had those same exact emotions towards my father. um, My parents are still together. So, I come from a two-parent home. But I think my sister did have that kind of resentment towards my father, which is her stepfather. Mm Because it's like, bro, who are you? Yeah. Where did you come from? Like, (laughs) who brought you? (laughs) Now that
0: I think about it, I don't even remember... I re- that's probably the first memory I have. him. I don't remember if we met before that or right. if there was But well, that was the first time that you probably felt some type yeah. of way like, wait a minute. Right. And come to find out, like, my mom grew up with him. She's known him her whole life. Oh, so wow. Was like, she was comfortable with him. Right. I like, I don't know you. Right. I mean, <laughs> but it's like, okay,
2: who are you? <laughs> right. So, I don't know. I, I think
0: it definitely that. should be some type of sit down and talk, I would say, with your kid first and mm-hmm. then as a group.
1: I think so, too. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm about to introduce you to mm-hmm. this person. Yeah. This is who they are. This is where it could be going versus, like, springing. I'm not yeah. saying that was sprung on you because you don't mm-hmm. remember. It could have been before. Right. But the first time you was like, hold on, it was probably like, I'm used to my mom picking me up. Right. <laughs> this is not the norm. So, I think that is, yeah, talk to your kids before. For sure. Okay. What we got next? Hmm. Relationships with the parents. Um...
0: Well, I kind of touched on it. Um, my dad, he's still not around, for real. Um, mm-hmm. He'll text me, like, every blue moon. Like, What's hey. every blue moon?
1: Every few months or, like, every Let's Christmas? see.
0: <laughs> he texted me maybe last week. Before that, I don't know when the last time I talked to him. Like, the last time he reached Christmas?
1: out to me. Did he hit you up on holidays at maybe least? Maybe
0: Christmas or maybe Thanksgiving. One of those. I think he may have called me around Christmas, but I didn't answer. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of, like, stuck in between wanting to just let go of, like, my hurt towards the situation and just, you know, trying to Mm -hmm. have some type of relationship with him. But then I'm also kind of like, I mean, my whole life you've been in and out, so it's just like, what do we need to talk for, you know? Mm -hmm. And I also wish... Even though he doesn't have a really good relationship with me, I wish he would have had one with my kids. So they don't really know him. So,
2: Um,
0: I'm kind of just over it, Mm. but at the same time, I do want to let go any hurt because I don't want to be upset at him. I don't want to hate him. I don't want to have resentment or none of that, but we don't really have a relationship. But he did um, tell me he wanted me and the boys to come down there oh so he doesn't
1: live in columbus Mm -hmm. okay so it's a little bit different Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah he moved a a while ago like a long ass time ago
1: what do you because this may help some listeners what because unfortunately i think a lot of a lot of adults now have like an absent parent Mm what you think now would be the prime time to come around and like be a parent because all the hard shit off the way
0: exactly but a lot
1: of parents i think are like afraid that their children might not be as accepting i feel like so yeah. how do you think this may help some other how do you think you can like because you talk about letting the hurt go yeah how do you think you could do that and what role do you think he could play
0: i really don't know what role he can play but i definitely want to write a letter maybe like i okay. think about texting him all the time but i don't because i always want to do it when i'm angry at something else yeah um. So I always think about sending a text or a letter or just writing out how I feel and just sending it. But I really don't even know if I want a response back because mm. as a kid... I've tried to reach out a couple times writing a letter and let him know how I feel and it was kind of like a bullshit ass excuse to why he wasn't there. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I don't want to hear that unless you're just going to fully be like, all right, I'm sorry, I fucked up. I wish I would have did better. Give me a chance now. Mm -hmm. If I knew I would hear that, Mm -hmm. then I would be all for having a conversation. But at this point, I just want to say how I feel and I just want to And just get it off your chest
1: and just be like, okay, Mm -hmm. now you can move past that chapter. Right. I think that'll, I think that's helpful. I think a lot of, um, a lot of adults have that hurt from an absent parent or maybe a parent that brought more trauma. Because you can be a present parent and yeah. be an induced trauma, mm-hmm. you know, on your child. But I think just finding a way to let it go, let that hurt go. Because I know that it just affects so many other parts of your life. It
0: does. I was <laughs> thinking the other day like, damn, my dad was in and out of my life. And every time he wanted to pop in, I accepted that. And I'm like... Yeah. That's why I do it with men. Yeah. And I always be like, niggas just come and go as they
1: please. And, and you I'll just be... accept it. Yep. Yeah. Open arms. It's like a lot of, yeah. And I don't think parents, I don't know. I don't know if parents, we realize, if parents realize like the impact that they have on their children. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think you should write the letter. I think that's a good way to cope um, or go to counseling. Or- I said
0: I was going to send him um, the link to the Daddy's Issues episode.
1: I think that would be great, but
0: I'm I'm waiting till after his birthday because I kind of dropped the bomb that I wasn't supposed to.
1: But bomb,
0: it was like some type of surprise that someone's planning for him. Oh,
1: okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay, so you want to wait until yeah,
0: I'm gonna wait, and okay. I'm gonna
1: send it. I absolutely support that. Yeah, and then... plus the letter, absolutely. And then what happens, happens. But at least you can be like, you know what? I My conscience is clear. Yeah. And it's now, sometimes you got to give it to the universe.
0: That's true. It's going to happen. Yes. After his birthday in May. Mm-hmm. So,
1: yeah.
0: Mother's Day is his birthday.
1: Fuck. The irony.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... My mom, though, I have a good relationship with her. I love my mom. That's good. She's so sweet. I love her. She's always there. Like I said, um, she is really judgmental and has that tough love. And that <laughs> part of her, I'm just kind of like... Mm-hmm.
2: And then she's
0: always talking about my attitude and my anger. And I'm like, girl, I get it from you. Like, right. I am her. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I'm her mini-me, and Reese is my mini-me. So. Oh, gosh. But <laughs> I love her so much. I don't really have too much else to say. She's a great mom.
2: That's good.
0: If I say something
1: bad, she might kill me. Right. So just keep (laughs) it. Keep it. Keep it PC. (laughs) In the word of (laughs) Chab Day. Keep it PC. Um, I have a really good relationship with my parents. Um, I often talk about my father. I always talk about my father. I know they are like, this bitch don't stop talking about her dad, damn it. (laughs) But I really do have a legit good relationship with my dad. Like, it's like it's no, like, it's no fluff. It's not for for the social media, I legit just have a really good relationship with my father, um, and I think what's very important, because I was hanging out with one of my male friends, and they are like, well, how do you have this, he has daughters, like, how do you have this good relationship with your father? Mm-hmm. And so this is for our fathers out here, I think the reason why I have such a great relationship with my father is because it's just never been no fluff. It's never been no sugar on boogers, as he calls it. It's Mm -hmm. just the straight, real. And it's never, I never felt like I could not come to him about something. Like, regardless of what it is, I always felt like I could come to you and not be judged, still be accepted, still be loved, and still get some sound advice. So I think when, even as an adult, and especially as a child, when you can go to a parent and be like, yo, I fucked up. <laughs> I did x y and z. Can you help me? Yeah. Can we can we brainstorm? Can we problem solve together? I think that is so important. And my dad, even though he's an adult and he's like successful and he's always let me know that he's fucked up too in the past. Yeah. And I think that's like necessary. Like so I have a good relationship With my father because of that. I have a good relationship with my mother. It is a very different relationship from my mother. Um, My mother is more so conservative. So um, even though I do tell her all my business. I do edit it for her ears. (laughs) I do edit it for her ears. So um, we do have a very good relationship. I talk to my mom probably once a week. Mm. I probably talk to my dad every day. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So every day. If I don't talk to him every day, I'm like, what's up with you? Where you at, nigga? Like, yeah. you know, I tell him, like, where you at, nigga? Where you been? Or he'll hit me up like, oh, you must be up underneath some nigga's ass. I ain't see you. <laughs> exactly. So <I'm> like. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, like, so it's a different relationship. I know I can. I know probably when I become a mom, I'll probably talk to my mom every day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It'll, you know, then it'll probably switch to where then I'll probably talk to my dad once a week and then I'll talk to my mom. But I have a really good relationship with both of them
0: that's great i think that is important because i feel like nowadays like well not even nowadays but i feel like a lot of people are more afraid of their dad and yeah. to talk to them and, yeah because i feel like dads are more they want to be tough and they want to punish you and yeah. all that shit so it's like no i don't know anybody that goes and talks to their dad about
1: really everything. yeah yeah like he's the one i tell before i tell my mom yeah. like i'm telling when i'm getting into some deep shit I'm calling my dad. If I get arrested tomorrow, I'm calling my dad. <laughs> like, listen, come pick me up at the county jail. Please don't tell mommy though. <laughs> you know, but I think it is definitely, yeah, it's so necessary and I don't know how we've been able to, to foster a relationship like that. I, I think because he just treats me like, um oh, his son. Yeah. I'm like daddy's little girl, but he be told, like, I'm one of the niggas. But yeah, it's important. Have, fostering a, a good relationship with your child is so so very important so all the parents out there listening start now it's important
0: yeah I I agree it's very important to have a good relationship with your kids I always want my kids to be comfortable with coming to me and talking to me about everything and I I tell my oldest son too like if you don't want if you don't want to talk about it write it down Mm -hmm. put it in your journal Mm -hmm. I'll read it We'll talk about it. Like, right. I don't want them to be afraid to tell me, Andy, I need to know everything. Right. And and sometimes I get on his dad because he'll tell him, like, you know, don't tell your mom. Or, like, he makes it so he's comfortable talking to him about, like, maybe girls he got a crush Right, on. right. But then he'll hide it from me. And I'm just like, don't do that. Like, right. I need to know well, all of this stuff. Uh, yeah,
1: because be- who better to talk to your, your, about your crushes and who you like than a woman?
0: Exactly.
1: Like, come on now. <laughs> who better? So... So yeah, I agree.
0: We touched on step parents. You don't have any step parents, so I um, I still have a I have a good relationship with my stepdad. Um, I don't really run and talk to him about everything. I go to my mom, of course, because right. I'm more comfortable with her. But my stepdad is so awesome. Okay. He he shows up for us. That's all I can really say. He's a good, he's a good dad. So, if I ever get married and have a wedding, he'll be walking me down the aisle. But I really don't want a wedding. So, girl, you never know what life bring you. What I life may bring. Or you can walk me down at the courthouse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like he'll take these five steps <laughs> to that little uh, archery. <laughs> so, if you have a bad relationship with your step parent, I think as an adult, I think now that we're all adults,
2: mm-hmm. I
1: think. Don't be afraid to, like, reach out to your step-parent. I'm all about putting stuff in the universe, in the atmosphere, and getting off my conscience. Like, let me clear my conscience. So, like, if I were to be in a situation where I didn't have the best relationship with my step-parent, I would want to reach out and be like, hey. Yeah. You know, I know I was a dick to you growing up. Or, hey, you weren't my daddy and I let you know every day. Or, you weren't my mom and I told you constantly. But... I'm an adult. You're obviously still in my life, so it's obviously (laughs) you ain't going nowhere. At least not yet. Yeah. Let's try to mend that relationship um, and figure out because I mean, step parents do have a hard task of raising someone else's child. Yeah. And I could only imagine like the boundaries. Like, what what can I say? What can I say? How can I punish? What can I not punish? Like, it's like it's it's a huge. It's a lot. So that's what I was. That's good advice. I'm with that. So losing family members, it's such. That's always like a tough, a tough one. Have you like experienced a
0: death, um, of like a close family member? I would say the closest to me was um, well, she was my mom's aunt. Okay. Um, and I remember my mom. We would. She lived in California for a while, so my mom would. Fly me out there and I will spend You know time with her in the summer Yeah and then I will fly back And I remember she would just buy me Like the nicest Easter dresses And all that I loved her and then Eventually she moved back here Mm -hmm. And then she passed away But when she passed I don't Remember I really don't remember Crying about it Mm. I may have, but i don't i don't mm. know i don't know how I felt back then, but mm-hmm. now, now, older looking back i'm like it it really hurt like I wish she was still here mm-hmm. she didn't get to see my kids, right, so I was still a kid when she died um mm-hmm. other than that, I really don't have any body that I was
1: super super close with that died right so yeah. um, I lost my grandmother. That was, like, the first time I had experienced, like, a death that was close to me. And I was, like, I think 12 years old. So, I at 12 you do kind of un- you understand death but I don't think you understand how traumatic it'll be yeah. and she was our family's like matriarch so we would all go over her house on Sundays and eat like as a family so my mother and my mother's um three siblings and their kids and their spouses would all come over and it was like she and then I realized when she was gone like wow she was the glue that held us together yeah. like because after she passed it was kind of like big moments Us. Ain't no more getting together on Sundays. Ain't no more uh, spending birthdays together as a whole big family, like as an extended family. It became now immediate family. Everyone would just stick to their own immediate family, their own kids. So I really was like, man, like life really changed. And I realized like, man, you're here today, gone tomorrow. And then I lost my grandmother, my other grandmother, my sophomore year in college. And I will never forget because I had my head stuck under my ass I was in a relationship I was in college I'm like listen I'm doing my own damn thing you know granny I'm just you know I'm kicking it (laughs) I'm living my life I'm living my best life and I'll never forget on on my to-do list was to call my grandmother and I never got around to calling her and I got the phone call that she had passed away and I'm just like fuck 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 Get your head that, out your that ass. That has to suck, too, because
0: <laughs> I, people tell me, like, you need to stay close to your family because, shit, my, my grandparents, they're all still here, but they ain't getting any younger. They're getting yeah, older. Like, my yes. great-grandmother, she
1: 90-something. Why wow, you have your great That's still dope that you have great Yeah, like, I
0: still have her. Like, she's around. It's like, I don't visit enough. I don't call enough. See, I don't do none of that. You
1: Just have to make it. That's what I would tell everybody. And now I think after I experienced that, I'm like, just make it a point to yeah. reach out. I would. I wish I still had grandparents. Um, my they my grandparents had my parents kinda older and my parents kinda had me kinda older so I didn't get to spend as much time as I would have liked with them. But mm-hmm. those that do still have living grandparents, great grandparents, um, all of that, like please still reach out to them. Um because really, here did they go on tomorrow. Yeah. And you don't wanna go like, damn, I wish I would have. Yeah been able to do this i wish i would have been able to talk to them or get their history find out their stories and you know get to really be able to pass that on to your kids and they can pass these stories on to their kids kids and that's how we keep the legacy alive and their their name alive you know so
0: i agree i agree life is way too short right i feel like life is getting worse before it's getting better so it is you really have to stay in in contact with your loved ones your friends your family everybody because it's I I really and that's another thing like as far as my dad like I remember having a conversation with a friend and they were just like you know what if something happened to your dad and then you're gonna be like I wish I got to talk to him I wish I had that relationship so it's definitely important so
1: Don't put it off. What you can do today, do today. Aside from sending the thing. But maybe you can start writing that letter. Yeah. yeah. I know. For sure. Whenever I think about losing my parents, though, I literally cry. Like. I wouldn't know what to
0: do. Like a mom. I don't
1: fucking know. I always say. I'm like, I hope I'm married. I hope I got kids. I hope I have someone to lean on. Mm -hmm. Because if God takes my parents, just take me with them. Just go ahead. (laughs) What what is life? What is life at this point? Like, I, those that have able to literally survive and be able to be strong enough, like, I give you guys all the kudos and the points. Like, that is just, I know that that has to, like, really shake your world up. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I mean, I the thought imagine. alone shakes my yeah. world up. So, God forbid it really happened. Like, I know it's hard. Um, it's so hard. So, death is really hard.
2: Yeah. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> Not to get all deep and sad. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh man. Uh-huh. So, do you? How do you think your upbringing affects who you are today?
1: Um, I feel like it definitely affected who I am today. Um, I think that, um, I, I was my upbringing. I like I came from like a pretty strict household, so there was mm-hmm. no boyfriends allowed there was no you know it was not a lot of things that i could allow so i had like a really people are like what probably shock like what you came from structure (laughs) 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 but that's probably why when i got to college i was like oh yeah book
2: girl i don't got no
1: (laughs) (laughs) fuck you mom fuck you dad (laughs) like you know what i'm saying like that's probably why because it was probably too much like i was allowed to do certain things like it was so weird i couldn't have a boyfriend." I couldn't, like, spend the night over people's houses. But when I was 14, my dad told me, you get a 4.0, I'll take a get a tattoo. So I got my first tattoo at 14. Wow. I got my nose pierced when I was 13. Wow. I got the second hole in my ear pierced in second grade. I got my cartilage pierced in fourth grade. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. was, like, little things. Like, I always had the freedom to express myself. And I always – I'm appreciative of that because I always had ownership of my body. Mm-hmm. Like, I was always allowed. Like, I had a bob cut girl in like the fifth grade okay like i was a shit like with a big grade with a bottle cup with a bang couldn't tell me nothing but so i always had ownership of my body so i was allowed to do things that probably most people weren't allowed to do and i appreciate that because now i know i have that same exact ownership like no one owns my body but me yes. and i think that allows me to navigate through relationships especially when you're when it comes to relations with men like no this is my body mm. i'm gonna do shit like this is mine and yes. i've always known that this was mine so that's a plus but I was sheltered so when I got 18 I went a while out but I'm sure it was always in me
2: yeah
1: to be this person but um being sheltered probably never helped I was spoiled so I still have that sense of being spoiled and that sense of entitlement um so, in a lot of times when shit goes south, I will call my dad. But I do make a strong effort to work things out more so on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a middle child. So, um, I did take care of my younger siblings. So I think I have that motherly, like, that that maternal way about me. Yeah. So, I think it all, like, when you were born, like, in what order you were born, I think that affects how you, like, what limitations were put on you affects, like who you are today like it all affects it all of it I feel I always say children or babies are a blank canvas when you first get them and the parents and the environment that surrounds them is what you know is what paints in this picture yeah. so
0: I agree I feel like you're I always say your childhood modes
1: who mode. you are
0: yeah I definitely agree um I was an old I was the oldest I mm-hmm. have Two sisters and two brothers. I have. And I didn't know you had two brothers. Yeah. So I, my dad has um, two other kids beside me. Besides okay. me. So okay. my brother is one of my brothers is two years younger than me. He has a different mom. Um, and then my youngest brother, we gotta be like four. He's oh. Four. He's yeah. My dad mm. had him old. So he's four. Um, I don't really have a relationship with him because he doesn't live here. He okay. lives with my dad and his wife, so okay. I don't really have a relationship with him um, much. My other brother, I think I kind of got off subject, but that's we're talking about siblings next anyways. Um, <laughs> But my other brother, we're not super, super close, but now we're trying to have a better relationship and keep in touch. Um, and then my sisters from my mom, they're twins. They're 16. Those are my babies. I mm-hmm. always say that I was, a, I became a mother at 12.
1: Girl, same. But um, <laughs> I was 14. Yes, those are
0: my babies because my, my stepdad traveled a lot. So it was really just me and my mom. Um, but up until 12, I was an only child. I think that's why I'm so comfortable with being alone now because mm-hmm. I didn't have anybody else.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I remember as a kid, like I was spoiled too, so mm-hmm. I really got any everything that I wanted. My mom didn't really cook because we ate out a lot, we shopped a lot. That's We're probably why I have a problem now. Right. I, know I suck at saving, I suck at managing money. <laughs> because um, money wasn't a thing exactly. then exactly I've always wanted a hairdresser to get my hair done so I don't know how to do hair <laughs> I, surprisingly I know how to cook but it took for me to get in a long term relationship, relationship right. for me to start learning um, but before then no I couldn't even boil pasta noodles girl uh, <laughs> um, and then I remember when we lived in Colorado, people came and cleaned our house. Oh my gosh, so I didn't there was have to, no choice I didn't have to do anything. You were living your best life. you For didn't real. even know the only the <laughs> only thing that I remember having to do as a kid, and I don't think it was back until we moved here permanently, like washing my clothes okay, and maybe some
1: dish Maybe. maybe like. So, you, would, you didn't have to go to school, really. You didn't have to do your homework. You was getting your hair done. You was going on shopping. <laughs> like No chores. You was literally living yeah. your
0: best life. Like, and my, my <laughs> parents, they weren't really strict. Uh-huh. But my mom always told me, like, I mean, I didn't really have to worry about you because you never wanted to do anything. So, that was, and, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't. And then, once I started... To want to do stuff, it was just like this. She wanted to care, like oh, you got you got in trouble at school, so I'm not gonna let you go. So like the only thing I remember, my mom will always take my phone. Okay, but. I just told her the other day, like, you know, I used to sneak in your room and get my phone and text and everything. You were terrible. (laughs) But, like, I never did anything bad. Like, I never snuck out the house or anything like that. Me neither.
1: I never snuck out the house. Which is
0: crazy because my mom, she used to sneak out. She used to fight all the time. I think she's been arrested before. I ain't never do none of that crazy.
1: Yeah, I never snuck. um, Mind you, we lived in a ranch, so it's really hard sneaking out (laughs) when everyone's on this one floor. (laughs) There ain't too much you can do. But I never snuck out. Like, I was so afraid of the consequences.
0: Yeah
1: Like I'm like no
2: mm-mm.
0: Yeah I didn't I didn't do any of that So I didn't really do too much Like I think I went to my first club Like I think I'm Probably like teen clubs don't Teen clubs them. yeah I don't think I went to like my first club Until I was like 18 Okay So you weren't getting 18. in early Yeah, yeah you weren't doing the young I wasn't doing, doing in early. Thing. I wasn't doing okay. that Okay like, Yeah So my childhood was pretty easy And then my grandma Like I, I stayed with her a lot too We pretty much do whatever we wanted. I was a fucking spoiled ass brat, so that's probably
1: why you bratty, yeah.
0: And I sense. want my way when I want it, how yeah. I want it, right then and there.
1: So that, see, it all, it all, it all counts, yeah, for sure. It all counts. Oh, siblings is
0: oh, next. Oh, yeah, that's Emily. My... Okay, so since I started on siblings, yeah. I could just, just finish, finish it out. Girl. Um, <laughs> Like I said, my sisters, I'm really close to them more than anything. Um, They come and talk to me about everything. Um, They will come talk to me before they go talk to my mom and their dad. Um, I think because they're really comfortable with me. Because I share a lot of stuff with them. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, when they're going through something... They'll call me like, can we talk, you know? That's so good that they have someone now. Yeah, we talk about a lot of stuff. And I really try not to be... I don't snitch on them. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's something super, super serious, then I'm telling. Because Mm -hmm. it's something that's going to harm you. But other than that, like, yeah, I give them advice. I really try to teach them better and to make better choices than I did. And it Mm kind of sucks because it's like, they... They've seen me go through a lot of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they were around when I had my first child. Hell, they were fucking in the delivery room when I gave birth. Like, oh, wow. they've seen me go through a badass relationship. They've seen all my ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them to take that and be like, ooh, I want to do that. Right. More. So, I think that's why my mom is really strict on them. Because she's trying. She wants better for them. I want better for right. them. So, I always try to teach them differently. Mm-hmm. Um, But, that's really all that I'm really close to them. My brother's not so much but mm-hmm. the love is still there. Mm-hmm. And like I said, me and my oldest brother, uh well he's not older than me, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, we're trying to mend all the like make up for good. lost time. I think that's dope. Yeah.
1: That's dope. Yeah, it's five of us total. I'm in the middle. So I have two older siblings. Um it was kinda of Brady Bunch style. My mom came in with a daughter, my sister, and my dad came in with a son, my brother. So they came into the relationship with that. Um, Those two, um, me and my sister, we grew up super, super close because we lived in the household together. And then there was like a shift like in the past like five years. And I really couldn't pinpoint what. But now we're working on getting our relationship um, back in order. So that's always exciting. Um, And then my brother, um, it was a little bit. Like different with me and my brother growing up, and I only think that's because we weren't living in the same household and then um the you know how there's always like there could at times there's conflict with the different moms, mm-hmm. so the moms kinda have some sort of conflict, even though I never experienced it and i never witnessed it you can always feel the energy kids aren't stupid so i yeah. felt the energy and i think that that kind of had us kind of be like at odds in my ti voice um so we were like kind of like at odds kind of growing up so it was like a weird really relationship um but i love them i don't see him a lot when i see him on the club we both like to kick it we the same person <laughs> like, oh, shit, that's my brother. we turn up together we take shots at the bar together so like i love my brother like Absolutely, and I need to make it a point to foster a relationship with him more, because now he has kids, and, like, I want to be a part of their lives, I don't Mm -hmm. want to just be that absentee auntie, you know, so, that's really important, but my baby brothers are my babies, they're, like, my sons, like, they are my sons, I see you post them a lot. Yeah, they're, like, my babies, like, they're, like, my firstborns that I didn't have to give (laughs) birth to, like, so... I have a really good relationship with them. We got a group chat. Bros Before Hoes is the group chat (laughs) name. (laughs) And I give them, like, real-life insight into the real world. Like, I let them know. Like, I made these mistakes. You don't make them. So kind of like the same with how you do your twin sisters. Like, Mm -hmm. I try to keep it real with them, and I try to let them know, like, it's okay if you fuck up. I fucked up. Yeah. And I think the more that you let even your friends, whoever you encounter, the more you let them know that you're human, the more that they'll open up yeah. and express themselves to you. So, that's like my relationship um with my siblings. I really do want to work on um a better relationship with my older siblings um because I think that's important too just growing up as we continue to get older. You really, you know, your siblings are the ones that are supposed to like hold it down yeah. for you when shit gets rough
0: yeah so yeah i wish i had older siblings um but i think the closest thing to like an older sibling was my cousin okay um i always call him my brother cousin oh really we, we grew up together we're only That's four funny. years apart so it's like everything he wanted to do i wanted to do oh
2: like,
0: so but yeah i'm the oldest sibling so it kind of sucks yeah but whatever
1: yeah I mean, there's fun in that, too. Sometimes.
0: (laughs) I mean, you know what? The funnest shit I used to do as a kid is kind of weird. But I remember, like, okay, so I had, like, this long closet. And I had, like, a little mini TV in there. Okay. (laughs) I
1: <laughs> rich shit
0: I <laughs> had a TV in there so I would sit in my closet and watch TV mm-hmm. and then I was like a spy so <laughs> I, was, I was at Harriet the Spy Oh, okay. Was my favorite movie uh-huh. so I used to spy on my parents so I had like little files I had a little journal and I would like <laughs> I would spy so on them, them. I would, and I would write in my journal like conversations or arguments and stuff I would hear them say
1: you know how pissed I would be <laughs> I would know if I they ever found it. Burn though. your files yeah. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> and put a lock on your door and my door. Yeah, that's that was funny. A, that
0: was my, like, my mm, fun.
1: They got into it about food. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Mm. Yeah, so I was I was a little weird. So. <laughs> I had nothing else to fucking do. Like, what do you expect me to do? Yeah, when you are, and
1: I was the baby. For, like, 10 years before my parents decided to have another kid, it's just, like, and when they told them, like, what the fuck, bro, I was asking for siblings <laughs> when I was five. Right. Now I'm 10. I'm kind of used to this shit. I'm yeah. getting the parts. <laughs> what the fuck? But then, so, but then my older sister, by that time, she was, like, 16, 17, so she spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. Like, she kind of lived there, kind of, sort of. So, it was just me. So, I did a lot of weird shit, too. Yeah. So it's so crazy. Like I feel like there's a time where I felt like the youngest. There's a time where I felt like the only child, and mm-hmm. there's a time where I felt like the oldest. Like mm-hmm. I got to kind of experience
0: a bit all of, of those. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, but yeah. Um, okay.
0: Well, now I don't feel bad. I'm the no, only
1: weird kid. I did a lot of weird shit. <laughs> like I would make commercials. I would do just just the weirdest shit ever. So
0: do you feel like? Your siblings that had a different parent, like your half, I guess your
1: half siblings. um, Girl, yes, raised differently. Oh my god! (laughs) You don't even got to say, say, say less. Say, say way fucking less. Okay, say way fucking less. So my sister, as y'all saw, my sister is like six years older than me. First of all, we had different fathers. Um, her father was not as present as my father, Mm -hmm. so she got. A lot more fucking shit. And a lot more attention than me. Like, I get it. I think they were always trying to, like, compensate mm-hmm. for the lack of the other parent. Yeah. But then I'm sitting here looking, like, around birthdays. And Christmas. I'm looking, like... Shit ain't got enough. Like, hold on now. <laughs> I know I got a daddy shit, but I like shit, too. <laughs> like, you know? I like, I, I like toys, too. I like money, too. So, yeah. like, the whole entire family treated her differently. Mm-hmm. So, where... The whole entire family, like, so my aunts and my uncles and my grandmother and my grandfather before he passed, they all was, like, the other parent. Mm -hmm. but that's like fucking seven parents like you know what I'm saying shit I only got an extra one (laughs) you know like (laughs) you get what I'm saying oh I'm looking like what the fuck is this shit about like she was like the golden child kind of because when she was the oldest and then she unfortunately didn't have that father where I had the father so everybody pulled in Mm -hmm. so like everyone pulling in is like Seven people yeah in addition to and i don't think they were thinking and i I, at times i would feel kind of slighted like damn like hey me you know right i need love and attention too like yeah i have two parents but shit i like to get attention from my aunts and my uncles and my grandmother and they did give me an attention don't get me wrong they were great aunts and uncles and grandpa they but she just got to see them as, like, a parent in yeah. that light. So she just got a little bit more attention. Mm-hmm. Um, my brother... um I got to see him. So, he was raised completely different and got different things just off the strength that he didn't even live in the same household. So, yeah. I would see him and he'd be like, we glink up. I'm like, yeah, because I get to ride my bike from here. And I'm like, bro, I don't even get to ride my bike. Like, you out here living <laughs> your best life because you don't got to live with dad. Yeah. And then when he did come and live with my father, he got to do shit. And I'm like... I'm just not going to do shit. Y'all just not going to let me do shit. Right. And I think that that was, once again, trying to compensate for him not always being able to be with him 24-7 yeah. because they didn't come up in the same house. So it was a lot of compensation, and no one compensated me. So mom and dad, I need my compensation. Uh, oh, I need my back pay because um, there's a lot of compensation going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So do you feel like um, your siblings – live a different life or a better life or have a different relationship
2: i
0: do uh well for my brother um my youngest brother he lives with my dad so he gets the better version of my father than i did for sure you know um so and then my other brother i feel like i don't know how his how his mom raised him but i know he had other siblings over there but as far as like my dad was a better dad to me than he was him.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. So So he got the shortest end of the it, stick.
0: Yes, the very shortest end of the stick. Um and then my sisters, I feel like they definitely and I explained that before, like I they definitely got different than mm-hmm. I did mm-hmm. and um you know, like I said before, like it it bothers me sometimes. But now I'm just like I'm old as fuck. I ain't, I'm not tripping. I yeah. want better for them. Exactly. Like I want them to be better than me. Exactly. Um, and it's funny that you said the golden child because me and my cousin called Royce the golden child because uh. how your sister was. That's how everybody was. Okay. And literally everybody pulled their weight in there. Like, yeah, you know, he's up on a pedestal. He could do no wrong. And is he the first? Grandchild. He's the first grandchild. Okay. Yeah. So. And him and Rick are four years apart. So mm-hmm. he had those four years by mm-hmm. himself. So, yeah. you know, some of my family will call and get him to spend a night. MJ ain't spend the night over there. But, right. like, you know, but now that he's a little older, like, my grandma gets them both a lot. That's but good. they still try to make sure he gets to come by himself sometime. He gets a long time. Like, they literally feel like he
1: does no wrong that's that golden I don't know yeah. if it's the first child I don't know what it is I don't mean the first grandchild either. or what but like it's just like the 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 sun and the moon sets and rises yeah. on them like yeah. bruh i would be For looking sure. like and she would do all the bad shit like I'm the good one <laughs> right she the one sticking out the
0: house I, don't I know. think <laughs> it might be that first thing because out of like my cousins uh uh-huh. um the oldest, mm-hmm. he was the golden child.
1: Maybe that's what and it is. And then
0: when Royce came, he was the first grand, grandchild. Uh-huh. Now he's, now it's him. So
1: maybe that's what it is. Because this is like everyone's first run with the yeah. child. So all the aunts and all the, you know, or all the siblings, all the aunts, the grandparents. Like this is the first yeah. generation. So I guess Lucky are the Still the fair. first. no. Why you talking shit? Like you're like <laughs> your child gets to piss it off right? It still like fair, but no, it's not. Yeah, at all. So, what is it? So siblings that have the same mom and dad, how does that affect the relationship? I don't
0: have any. I do siblings that have same. I can both. tell the
1: difference. Yeah, I can tell. I think it's just like it's almost impossible to not <clears throat> there not be a difference. Yeah. Um. I think it's just one of those things. Like that's just life. Like, um. I have a different relationship with them. My parents have a different relationship with the three of us. I just think that's just a reality. It's blended. Blending families is really hard. Mm -hmm. So I think, like, yeah, it's it's definitely a different relationship. So what are some of the hardest things about dealing
0: with family members?
1: I think the hardest thing about dealing with family members would be the fact that they're your family and this is supposed to be family over everything and it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like this till death do us part thing on this weird level so it's like you piss me off. But you're still my family. So right, I still gotta, gotta go be around
0: it. you. And that was that was the next question. Like, do you feel obligated to like someone just because y'all are related? Like, we're family, so I gotta
1: take you for who you are. I don't feel like I have to like you, but I have to like tolerate you yeah so i can like you but it's like i can dislike you but it's gonna be like in secrecy Mm -hmm. like you know but like i still have to tolerate you i still have to come around you i still have to talk to you if i get married i still gotta invite you like there's like it's like family members that you probably would not be friends with or have any sort of interaction with in the real world but because you guys are family we gotta kind of pretend right that we would be cool yeah and it's like "Mm, probably really wouldn't be but okay
0: yeah i'm kind of in between because for me like i said my family they're very like not so on the emotional side but they're like very materialistic so it's like they may judge the fuck out of you but Mm -hmm. if you call and you say you need something or if you don't even ask and they know you need they're gonna do it Mm -hmm. so i feel like I have some type of obligation, you know? Okay. So, I always feel like I owe everybody.
2: Okay.
0: Um, But then I'm just kind of like, I remember last year I went through so much shit and I went through so much stress and depression and all of that and I just feel like my family wasn't there the way I needed them to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I feel like they all judged me before they even got the store and it was like they called to get, to be nosy mm-hmm. versus to help. And I separated myself from them. Mm, right. Um, I changed my number. I oh, didn't wow. give it out. <laughs> um, and it was kind of hard because like I said, my kids are very close to them, but I was just kind of like, you know what family mm-hmm. or not, I don't have to fuck with you. I don't have mm-hmm. to deal with you. I'm going to take some time. And I really just didn't talk to nobody for a while. Wow. Um, and I think around the ho when the holidays came at the end of last year was when I had to come around and I just felt so awkward and out of place. It was so weird. Um, so and, and and some of my cousins tell me like man, you know how that's how grandma is, or you know how right. she is. You know you just got to take it for what it is. And it. I just don't feel that way. If right. I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. I don't give a fuck if that's how you are. I don't care if you're my family. Like I consider some of my friends my family over some of my family. You know. Yeah. And I feel like you can love people from a distance. Mm-hmm. Like I love you because you're my family, but that does not mean that I have to talk to you. That doesn't mean I have to be Mm-mm. around you.
1: No, so it that's doesn't. Just how I feel. And I feel like that's real.
2: Yeah.
1: I think that especially if you do not particularly, I mean, it's it's able to happen where just because we're family, we can have clashing personalities or clashing yeah. worldviews or mindsets. Mm-hmm. So I think like it's bound to happen, like I said, as long as you just have that like mutual level of respect. You're my family, but I don't have to deal with you. Yeah. Past a certain extent.
2: Yeah.
1: Like there should be no feelings that I have to be forced to deal with you just for the sake of that you're my family like if you're a shitty person you're a shitty person right we just so happen to uh share grandma or you know share parent yeah like so i i agree i definitely agree yeah yeah
0: but i I definitely i'm trying to get to a place where it's just like it's so hard to ignore people Mm -hmm. because every fucking thing irritates me like i am not a people person I don't... I I will like you half the time, but then I won't like you the other half the time. Like, I remember telling my ex, like, I love you, but I don't like you. Like, that's just how I am. Like, yeah. I... It is what it is. Like, I could care about somebody, but I, if I don't like you, I don't like you. Right. But it's just like since I have kids and I want my family to be close and like we said earlier like I don't want anything to happen to anybody without you know me being around spending time with them so I'm just trying to learn how to just ignore people's negativity or their ways and just you know go around them when need be and take breaks when I need
1: you know yeah I agree and I think you kind of touched on the last the one of um the next questions about friends being considered as family. Mm-hmm. I do have the same. You said you had some.
2: Yeah.
1: Do you think, like, what makes a friend, what what makes you consider a friend as family? Is it the time spent or the shit y'all been through together or... I
0: wouldn't even say time spent because I feel like some of my closest friends I don't see every day. I don't see every week. I don't mm-hmm. see every month. And I don't, I damn sure don't talk to them every day. What is day. it, like the history then? It, it's not even a history because... I literally have friends that I've known since high school that are not that close to me than friends that I may be met after high school. Right.
2: Like okay. I
0: think what it is, my closest friends to me are people that are like me. Mm-hmm. Um, we have similarities, mm-hmm. and it's just like when it matters,
2: mm-hmm.
0: they're there or I'm there. Like. Right. I can go a month without talking to a friend. If something's wrong, like, we call each other. It's just, like, we pick up where we left off. Like, any time pass, they don't take it no type of way. I don't Mm got to worry about them subtweeting me. I don't got to question our friendship. It's just, like, we understand each other. Like, Mm -hmm. all of my friends, like, when they want to hang out, they want to hang out. But when we need that space, we understand each other. Mm -hmm. I agree. And it's just, like, that loyalty. It doesn't matter about time. It doesn't... Mm -hmm. None of that matters to me. I agree. Like, I have people I talk to way more often that i don't consider a close friend
1: versus people that i talk to maybe a couple times a month that are my real friends your your core friends yeah Yeah, i'm the same way i feel like even though um i do have like some friends that i like i like my friend um kenisha i tell everyone like when i'm talking about oh yeah i'm at my sister's house i'm like oh your sister then i had to like no she's not my sister but that's just like my ultimate thing that's like oh yeah Yeah. my sister like she's like my sister because Like you said, the loyalty, regardless of time, regardless of what life has thrown at one another, we have been there for each other when it matters. It's easy to be there for someone when shit's good. Like, you know, it's easy to be there for someone where we're celebrating successes and we're celebrating new jobs and graduating Mm -hmm. and um engagements and babies. But like when shit really fucking hits the fan. Yeah. That's when like it's like okay. This really, this is when it fucking matters. I have a wild card that I kind of like, it kind of like, when we were talking, it kind of made me think about this. Um, As some of you guys know, I'm a social worker. Or you guys don't know, I don't think I ever told anyone. Okay, just kidding. No one knows that I'm a social worker. Um, (laughs) But I, when we were just having this discussion on family and family ties, I don't know what, something you said, it sparked, like, in my mind, like, so like, family secrets. Or things that like family that happen within the family that are, like, taboo. I think, oh, the whole being obligated. Yeah. Um, there was a video that I think was on The Shade Room or all, all of those outlets where a woman um, confronted her uncle mm-hmm. at, like, um, at a repast. It was after, like, a funeral of a family member about how he had, like, not to get deep and dark on everyone, how he, like, molested her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she was, like, confronting him right there on camera and it made me go back to thinking like are you obligated to like take care of this family or still love this person Mm -hmm. regardless and i think a lot of times especially in the african-american communities a lot of times a lot of the family secrets or things get swept underneath the rug and we act like these things just never ever happen and we don't touch on it and um i think that's bullshit I think people need to be held accountable, whether it's mm-hmm. your... I can see, though, the thin line because if my brother, not just saying molester, if my brother did some shady shit to another family member, I know that's still going to be my brother. But it's like yeah. we have to hold people accountable for the things that they do mm-hmm. because a lot of times family will have to like, it needs to stay inside the family. That's like yeah. the key. Like the, It needs to stay inside the family. We can't talk about this. Yeah. We can't discuss this. This can't be a thing. And I think that it's like it's very important that even though they are your family they need to be held responsible and like the whole family secrets and when people like oh yeah johnny did um johnny did use your social security number and opened (laughs) up credit cards and he did rack up five thousand dollars in debt like those family like those family secrets i think are absolutely bullshit yeah Or, you know. or I've
0: always been taught, to to keep everything in the household. Yeah,
1: keep it in the house. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I know that, you know, Tommy's on drugs and he got his kids. but And he shouldn't have his kids, but we're not going to call children's services. (laughs) Right. Because Tommy's your brother. Right. Or Tommy's your cousin. Yeah. So, it's like, almost like, okay, we will put family over the fact that shit is not added up. This isn't right. Tommy doesn't need to have his kids. Let's call a spade a spade, y'all. Tommy's on drugs. Someone needs to take time with kids,
2: yeah. but a lot
1: of times we like we sleep it underneath the rug and we're like, okay, this is okay, or we have to like we have to protect our family. And sometimes when we're protecting quote unquote the umbrella of the family or the family as a whole, mm-hmm. there's people in the family that. Get shitted on in the process, yeah, you know, and I think that's really important, especially in our black families and our black communities. I think I really want to push it because a lot of things come to me being a social worker where I see where kids are being mistreated, um kids aren't getting the best life that they deserve, and you go talk to grandma, and yeah grandma knew about it, right but she was giving Tina some time to get it together,
2: right, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, I know the kids haven't been to school in um eight months, but Tina's trying. You know, it's like, no, grandma. No. No, no, no. Wrong, no. wrong is yeah. wrong. Like, we have to hold each other accountable because if your family won't hold you accountable, who oh, the well. fuck else it will? Yeah. You know, like we have to hold people accountable. Um, and I just think that I everyone that's listening, listen, if you see something going on with your family, your family members and you know, I did want to tell you a business anyway. I know for the good of the family, the umbrella of the family, you want to keep it on the inside, keep it on the hush. But if it's affecting people, please I'm reach out. Something. Yeah. Okay. Because
0: I just feel like the kids growing up is going to be affected.
1: Absolutely. For sure.
0: But it's so funny how, like your parents and your grandparents and aunts and uncles always like, don't tell, don't say right. But they be telling your damn business. Girl, they oh be on God. the phone running their mouth like, Everybody. let me tell
1: you because I didn't really have like, I was say, I didn't have like a black mom, mm-hmm. like a quintessential, like, girl, I'm gonna beat the black off your ass. <laughs> or, you know, I didn't have that, but I got a black daddy. <laughs> he was on my, I'm like, yeah, because you know, I'm like, I'm looking like, nigga. <laughs> Do I need to let her know? Like, you know, so that yeah. is funny. It's always, like, keep it in the family, but they be the first ones to the tell you. The first
0: ones, and I think that's what separated me so much because it's just, like, my grandma is the worst of the worst. Gossiper. Like, yes. Girl. I like her to death when I say, if you call her, if I call her tomorrow and I'm like, listen, grandma.
1: Don't tell nobody.
0: I'm about to go to jail. <laughs> bail me out. Or if I even call her and be like, look, these girls are trying to fight me. She yeah. gonna pull up. Like, yeah. my grandma is that grandma.
2: Uh-huh.
0: But she gonna tell your business she to gonna... everybody. Like, everybody. And I just feel like, what
1: the But fuck? you know what? I think people think it's okay because it's family. Yeah. In their head, it's yeah. like, she it's cool. It's me. family. Yeah, no. Like, yeah, I told your aunt, but that's your auntie. Exactly. Like, no, bro. That's so
0: <laughs> irritating. It's so irritating. I think that's kind of why my dad moved, too. I thought that was one of the reasons, but, like... Oh, it's
1: real bad then.
0: Yeah. He was kind of the the black sheep
1: the black sheep i'm the black sheep too. i
0: feel
2: like
1: the black sheep i'm for sure the black i sheep. feel like i and am the give a favorite person if i don't give a fuck either <laughs> have you oh, ever yeah. seen that meme okay. where someone's like sleeping on a cloud like how i go to sleep knowing i'm a disappointment <laughs> to my whole family no <laughs> girl i gotta find it so i can post it on the ig i'm gonna Amazing. find some funny family memes because that's, that's how we, i'm like okay M- and yeah. what you yeah, hell yeah i'm the fucking black sheep Y'all just know about my shit. Yeah. I feel
0: like I'm the black sheep. I feel like I'm the fuck up in the family. Yeah. Like, I am too. My cousin's got college degree. Girl. Damn.
1: I got a college degree, but these motherfuckers got two and three. I'm like, damn, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how about yeah. compete? You and doctor. <laughs> fuck up. My- <laughs> like, you know, like, I do feel like, like yeah. they're getting married. They were talking about not having premarital sex. And everybody yeah. knew I was... Yeah. Knuckin' and buckin', you know. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> they going around talking about yeah. I'm afraid to me. Like, I'm looking like next question. Don't get on my face. <laughs> but no, so I get it. You know, like yeah. that whole black sheet Like mm-hmm. that is a real thing. And thank God. We're strong people. Yeah. But some people can't deal with being a black sheep. They
0: can't. I they don't really want to come around
1: family. They don't want to do anything. Yeah. Like, I remember one time I did this photo shoot for a calendar. Mind you, I was clothed, but I had on some shorts, right? Mm-hmm. I did a little calendar. It was my freshman year in college. Somehow, someway, I put it on Facebook. Grandma ain't had Facebook, but you know, Grandma called me like, yeah, I heard you doing calendars. Now I'm like, I be damn." Oh, who told Granny? <laughs> Who told Granny? Wow, guys. <laughs> yes. So I get it, the whole black sheet. But I listen. I'm sleeping on the cloud. Like, yeah, I removed all of my family
0: members off my social media. Really? When I had changed my number, I removed them all from social media.
1: You wanna and
0: I them. I <laughs> wrote me like. I can't believe you blocked me, but it's just like y'all always wanna call my mom or call somebody like, oh, you see what she put on her Facebook. Or, so is I
1: mean, it both sides of the family that you had to remove, or is it a both? Specific-
0: everybody delete everybody. Had to go. Everybody had to go. My mom had to go. Everybody. Was you don't even post nothing crazy. But you know too, like when I was in a relationship, they will they follow him too. Oh, so when I see him say stuff up, what they, they going oh, through? Oh
1: yeah, yeah. I see. They had to go. let see, and I have like a smaller family and everyone's pretty conservative and mild. So if there's some dysfunction going I know I'm I know my some screenshots get put in family group chats, but yeah. it's no one's gonna come to me. Right. But you got people coming to your front door, like yeah. Girl, I, I saw you on. Know. I saw you on such and such, or
0: I seen this post. What's going I know. on? like, it's a meme and it was funny. What's up? Like, I can't deal. I can't deal. So, yeah, everybody had to go. That's crazy. I
1: know. And see, Facebook is like, we freestyle now, y'all. My bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Throw the whole damn outline away. <laughs> no, but I noticed that sometimes a lot of people, I've noticed, I don't know why, they will get on <clears throat> Facebook and drag their family mm-hmm. on
0: Facebook. Yeah that is like so wild to me. I've seen people
2: get into
1: it with their mom On Facebook. And I'll be like y'all it's Facebook.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's your family so 9-10 you guys are gonna get back cool. Exactly. Cause you know that's just how it goes. So I don't I don't know. It's just it's so it's so many different little things when it comes to family. But I know when I raise when I have a family if God blesses me with one I want it to be as harmonious. I don't know if that's the right way to say it. Um, I want it to be as, um, I don't know, functional, not dysfunctional, yeah. as possible. And yeah. just to cultivate that relationship and foster that relationship. I hope I'm not going to be the gossiping auntie. I do like to get a little gossip on. But I hope I'm not that gossiping auntie or that yeah. gossiping mom telling my kids business. Right. And I hope that I let my my kids know that they can come and talk to me about any and everything. And that I'm going to love them regardless. Yeah. I think that's
0: important Same I, I really want my kids to But I feel like I've already Kind of started some bad habits with them Like You know my mom yells a lot I yell a lot So
1: um, we, gotta, we gotta shift the change uh, Yeah
0: I definitely I've definitely carried on Some, some bad habits mm-hmm. Um I feel like I could be a little more hands on with them mm-hmm. Um but I, I try now, I'm not really, like I said, I'm not really, I don't really have structure, I don't really have civility, I'm really impatient, so it's like, mm. and I can't multitask, so like, I try now to be like, alright, boys, get your workbook, let's do your work, DJ, right. you do this, right? Let's, have some structure play to it. a game, and then get some alongside, like, it's really hard, so... I try when I can. Some days are better than others. Some days I can't do it. But, like, I'm trying to at least do it when I can. Like, when I have that energy, when it's on my mind, do Mm -hmm. it right. Then and there, don't hold off. Because I want them to feel loved. Yes. I want them to feel like they have all of my support. Yes. I want them, like you said, to be comfortable to come talk to me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want them to feel like, you know, I can't talk to my mom on nothing. Mm -hmm. you know. And and it kind of hurts my feelings sometimes, too, because... You know when my oldest gets in trouble, and you know I have to. I that's the times I need to be on his ass. Mm-hmm. He gets mad. He's just like, I hate my mom. Aww. It hurts my feelings. It really hurts my feelings. But at the end it's of the day, it's not personal.
1: It's not personal. I don't.
0: Yeah. I now that has happened a couple times. I don't really take it personal because. You know, he always comes to me He right. like, Mom, I'm sorry. Right. You know, I love you. And whenever he has the opportunity to, to express himself, he always tells me, like, you're a good mom. Aww. You're a best mom and all of that. So, I know he's, he's just mad. And yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure I told my, I, well, not to her face.
1: I was going to say, but I thought I heard, her back. I damn sure thought it and told a friend.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I'm not really taking it personal. But I'm, I'm definitely trying to do better than, yeah. you know, than the past. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really all I really have to say.
2: Um,
0: my final thoughts and suggestions would be to break those generational curses. Amen. Do better. Um,. Check on your family. Even your friends. Check on everybody. Check on you know, everybody. Ev- even the person that you think got it together, Sean. It could yes. be putting on a front for the world.
2: Check on, check
0: on your people. Love your yes. people. Cherish those memories. Cherish those moments. Cherish that time.
1: Take advantage mm-hmm. of the time you have with them while you have it. I agree. I agree completely. Um, I think my last final words, definitely check on your family, your older Maybe if your grandparents aren't around, check on your great aunts, mm-hmm. your great uncles. You know what I'm saying? Check on those people, um, and um, never be afraid to be the first one to reach out. Yeah, and to bury the hatchet. Yeah, you know, at least put it out there in the in the universe and let the universe do its thing. It may not come back how you you know, would like it to come back, but at least you can get it off your conscience. Yeah. I'm so big on that. Like, just get it off your conscious, get it off your spirit, let it go out into the universe. Whatever comes back, it comes back, how it comes back. Um, and just be the person that you needed growing up. So be that aunt that you needed. Be that cousin that you needed. Be that sister that you needed. Be that mom, be that dad. Um, because I think we underestimate the power that families have And the long lasting effects that it has. Um, So I think that's extremely important. And um, don't be an Instagram dad. That's all I gotta say.
0: Please don't. (laughs) Or
1: Instagram mama.
0: Yeah. I I really just feel like people should, you know, I know some people will be like, you know, my family never did this. I wish they got together more. Do it.
1: Do it. Step up. There's no better time out. Be the person that, that says, you know what, send out that group checks to all your cousins like Mm -hmm. hey let's link up if it falls through it falls through but hey you at least attempted to make it work and who knows it may not even fall through it may happen it may
0: happen I think about that too like I have a lot of family like I have a lot of cousins that I don't talk to Mm. I don't have a relationship with them it's like but we friends on social media but you know so I wish I was definitely closer to a lot of my family like I would really love to have a tight family because mm-hmm. like you said with the whole immediate family we're like that too yeah we stick to our PR group. group right
1: but there's so much more family yeah so. i'm gonna make it a point dare are you gonna make it a point this week i'm gonna reach out <laughs> no we have to hold each other accountable okay. we're gonna hold each other right. accountable and next time we get together and we record we're gonna do like a quick check-in because i think it's extremely important yeah life is short i don't know i be thinking sometimes it's the end of the world it's a lot of crazy shit going yes, on out no here deal. okay motherfuckers is sending boxes with bombs and shit motherfucker it was just 70 degrees now it's 22 i don't know what's going and on it's supposed to snow right? and it's supposed to snow in spring In spring like come on now it's a lot of crazy shit going out in this world so definitely we're gonna hold one another accountable we want to also hold you guys accountable too so maybe we can get a uh, get something going a post on facebook holding people accountable to check in on their mm-hmm. loved ones family and friends and that's okay that's
0: that sounds it, good to me um don't forget to subscribe to our iTunes, um, our show airs every Wednesday on SoundCloud and iTunes. We're very active on our Instagram, our Facebook, and now our Twitter. Finally, I'm our so Twitter. proud.
1: <laughs> our Twitter was on trash today. Yes, sir.
0: Let's say our Twitter is a little wow, but you will never know who is in charge of our Twitter. We would never. We got tell. like twenty people. So, yeah, just follow us on everything. Um, Once again, if you need a refresher, Twitter is Take Control Pod. Instagram, Take Control Podcast. And Facebook, we have a group, and you can search it under Take Control Podcast. And that's all we have, guys. Thank you. Have a great week.